0: Today's Smart 7 Ukraine say war is coming to Russia, Trump in more trouble and lots more. It's Monday the 31st of July, it's World Ranger Day and happy birthday, Amelia Fox. The Smart 7, it's news President Vladimir Zelensky warned on Sunday that war is coming to Russia after a number of Ukrainian drones were shot down over Moscow, damaging a number of office buildings. The warning came after Vladimir Putin spent the weekend courting African leaders at his annual Russia-Africa Summit in St. Petersburg. He spoke after a military parade to praise the strength of the Russian Navy, which will play a critical role in blocking the black sea grain exports. Today, Russia is confidently implementing the large-scale tasks of its national maritime and is consistently building up the power of its navy. In the name of Russia, our sailors are giving all their strength and fighting valiantly, as our ancestors once did. The weekend saw a fresh appeal from Pope Francis to restart the black sea grain deal which followed failed attempts by African leaders to get the deal restarted. There was no sign of a breakthrough from peace proposals brought by the African nations but South African President Cyril Rampoposa said the African and Russian relations are in a better place after the conference. The outcome is very, very good. The declaration was well negotiated and I believe that We've got a declaration that can take our relationship between Africa and Russia forward. Meanwhile, Maria Zakharova, the spokesperson for Russia's military for foreign affairs, was keen to remind their guests of the importance of Putin's so-called special operation. Our guys give their lives. They stand up for the right, not just of the African continent, but for all the people on the planet to be free. Donald Trump's legal troubles don't show any sign of going away with the special counsel Jack Smith adding new charges to the ongoing Mar-a-Lago documents case late last week. He also indicted another Trump employee over what appears to be an attempt to delete security tapes from the Florida compound. The new charges for Trump are willful detention of defence information and two charges of obstruction. His Mar-a-Lago estate manager, Carlos de Oliveira, has now been indicted. Donald didn't take it well, calling the special prosecutor deranged and ranting to his fan base at a rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, over the weekend. You know, they're not indicting me, they're indicting you. I just happen to be standing in their way, that's all it is. His former lawyer, Michael Cohen, who's already served jail time, is becoming increasingly concerned that the Republican Party appear happy that Donald will be their presidential nominee, despite the legal cases stacking up. They are all out of control, and if guys like Donald Trump or Donald Trump 2.0 retake the White House, and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here, The America that we know is going to be more like the Handmaid's Tale. row over the ultra-low emission zone in London continued across the weekend. The so-called ULEZ has been blamed for Labour's failure to win Boris's old seat in Oxbridge and Ryslip and now a court case by five Conservative councils has failed to overturn the proposed new charges. London Mayor Sadiq Khan has been defending the measure as he comes under increasing pressure from both the Tories and Labour. The easy and lazy thing to do is try and be universally popular and duck the tough issues and kick the can down the road. I think the issue of climate change and air quality is an issue that deserves and demands addressing now. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak gave an interview to the Sunday Telegraph and he was busy taking aim at another measure aimed at reducing pollution. That's low-traffic neighbourhoods. Rishi says he's on the side of the motorist and has asked the Department of Transport to review policies on LTNs. Labour's Nick thomas simmons says it's really not an issue that the Prime Minister should be getting involved in. We are in favour of well-planned, low-traffic neighbourhoods, but as I say, they have to be decisions that are made by local communities. Italy's Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney had a busy week last week. She was in Washington on Thursday to meet with US President Joe Biden and she hit back at critics who've described her government as far right. Joe was full of praise for Italian support for Ukraine and Maloney was keen to dispel suggestions that her government would focus on international relations. She's the first woman to serve as Italian Prime Minister and she told Sky News that she wants her government to be judged on its record. What happened was that false propaganda, so to speak, preceded me, which described the idea of a centre-right government led by Maloney as a disaster. But in reality, it emerged that a centre-right government led by Georgia Maloney as Prime Minister was a serious government. So to come on the Smart seven, a cricket legend steps down and hitting the road right after this. Welcome back. Monday sees the final day of the Ashes as the fifth test concludes after a series of rain delays which saw one test abandoned and Australia leading the series 2-1. One way or another after more than 600 test wickets it was the end of Stuart Broad's international career. The England bowler announced late on Saturday that the time had come for him to retire at 37 years of age. He's had a remarkable career winning the 2010 T20 World Cup and the Ashes back in 2015. You know it's been a, a, a a wonderful ride um, a huge privilege to wear the Nottinghamshire and the England badge as much as I have and um, you know I, I'm loving cricket as much as I ever have it's been a, it's been such a wonderful series to be a part of and I've always wanted to finish at the top and this series just feels like it's it's been one of the most enjoyable entertainments I've been a part of It's been a tough few months for S Club 7 after they were rocked by the death of bandmate Paul Cashmore back in April. They had announced a reunion tour shortly before his death and there had been speculation that it might not go ahead. Former bandmate Hannah Spirit won't be joining the tour but the group, now known simply as S Club, are going ahead with dates starting in October. They popped up in the one show to explain why they've decided the show must go on. We never really thought about not coming back, it was mm. just we just needed time obviously to take it all in and yeah. just pause for a bit and spend time together and... And work out our next what we're going to do next but yeah this we're just fueled even more now because mm. Paul was just beyond excited so about the tour excited. Yeah. and um, so we're now doing it in his honor. If you're a fan of fiendishly bloody puzzles, then I've got news for you. Saw 10 is on the way, and it's both a sequel to the original movie and a prequel to Saw 2, if you can figure that one out. Tobin Bell is back as Jigsaw or John Kramer, whichever you prefer. And this movie follows his attempts to get treatment for his cancer in Mexico. Things don't go entirely to plan, though. It hits cinemas on September 29th. Hello, everyone. It's time to play a game you all pretended to cure me but what i have planned for each of you is very real you've been listening to the smart seven we'll be back tomorrow at 7am hit that follow button and have a great day give us seven minutes we'll give you the world